Welcome back to the Lead Up Podcast, where we connect with dope and diverse leaders to learn more about their leadership journey so you can level up in your leadership. Hashtag Lead Up. As always, want to give a special shout out to Darling New Media, Sacramento's premier podcast leaders here to help tell your story. Check out their services at darlingnewmedia.com and make sure to connect with my boy, Nate. And can't forget about you listeners and viewers out there. Greatly, greatly appreciate the love and feedback about the Lead Up Podcast. I'm glad that you're tuning in. Make sure to subscribe, like the post, everything that we got going on. Follow us on Lead Up Podcast on IG and much more. But without further ado, it's because it's been a long time coming to get <laughs> not even just a guest, but a friend, a mentor, someone that I've looked up to for the last couple of years and someone I've been able to just get to know and see uh, his development. But none other than Mr. Dominate Your Day. Yeah. Dwight yeah. Taylor, Senior. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, big dog. Appreciate you doing this, man. Man, thank you for having me. Like you said, it's, it's long overdue. Yes. We've been talking about this yes. probably since you started yeah, the that's podcast. True. That is true. Right? And Very uh, true. just to be on here, man, is uh, it's exciting. I've yeah. been looking forward to it. And I just want to start off by saying you've been killing it. I appreciate that. You've man. been killing it. I've watched your growth. We've talked about your growth multiple times. Mm-hmm. And the quality of your questions, which you know is a, yes. a big deal for me, the quality of your questions continue to level up. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. Appreciate that. That means yeah. a lot, man. Seriously. Uh, but for those that don't know who you are or maybe first time seeing you, yeah. um, tell us, who is Dwight Taylor Sr., man? Who, what you all about? Tell us about your background, yeah. uh, a little bit about what you're doing, because I know we got a lot to talk about, but give us a little bit of the download, man. Who is Dwight Taylor? Yeah. Um, I want to tell you the most important piece. The most important piece is, um, man, I'm a husband, you know, of one wife, <laughs> <laughs> father of three of the most phenomenal, amazing kids on the planet. Um, I put words together, phenomenal, amazing. And um, I'm also a grandfather now. And so, right. yeah, Congratulations. we got a new addition to the family. So that's me. I'm a family man. Yeah. I come from a family who loves, who cares, who supports, mm-hmm. who is very strong and, and big on their faith. And so yeah. that's the person that I am. Right. I can go back to where I started, which is Richmond, California. Uh, my mother was 17. Father was 18 mm-hmm. when they had me. And unfortunately, at that time, you know, their focus was being 17 and 18 year olds. <laughs> right. right. And so with that being said, it was just dope and a blessing that my grandparents stepped in, mm. as I call them, great teammates mm. to help my parents by raising me and just giving me everything that I needed to be to be the man that's before you today. And so I'm grateful for my parents. I'm grateful for my grandparents. I'm I'm just grateful for a family. Yeah. And if anybody ever asks who I am, that's where I like to start because yeah. I'm nothing without my family. Yeah. Love yeah. that. Love that. And he's definitely being humble right now, saying family, because <laughs> there's so many things, and I know he'll probably touch on yeah. a couple of them. But for those that are watching, if you're listening, you may not see the shirt that he's wearing, but those that are watching, they'll see the Dominate yeah. Your Day. Talk to us. What is Dominate Your Day? Um, kind of the origin behind that, because, you know, for, for someone like me that's seen this, yeah. for you know, developed this brand over the last couple of years, yeah. talk to us. What is it all about? Yeah, so even to your point, right, developing the brand this started actually in 2010. Okay. But it this is a iteration of what I first had. And what I first had is what's on your shirt. <laughs> but it was an acronym. Yeah. Dominating on purpose every day. Right? Mm. So that's what dope was. Dominating that's on purpose funny. every day. <laughs> uh, for those that know, I did music back in the day. And so that was even the name of my album. But that was a mm-hmm. mindset. I wanted yeah. to dominate on purpose, not on accident, not yeah. by chance, every single day. And so 2010 is when it started. And then um, right around 2000, maybe 14 or 15, mm-hmm. I was like, I want to take this thing to mm-hmm. another level. And I wanted to be appealing 
on the eye when I when I put it on a shirt and when yeah. I put it on the hat. And so I was like, hmm, not dominating on purpose every day. What do I want to say? Oh, dominate your day. Mm. If it flows, it's real catchy. And that's where it started. But then I I took a deep dive in it and said, oh, this is actually more than just a catchy phrase. This is yeah. a mindset. Mm. This is a mindset about being the very best version of you every moment, second, minute, hour of every day, every week, every month, every year for the rest of your life. Because if you don't, not <laughs> only are you doing yourself a disservice, but you're doing a disservice to those who are counting on you. Yeah. And so it's a mindset of dominating, bringing the best you. I was just talking to some students yesterday and I was telling them what happens when the opportunity of a lifetime presents itself to you mm -hmm. and you don't show up as your best. Now you have the potential of missing out on that opportunity that you maybe have been wishing for, hoping for, praying for, yeah. all because you didn't show up as your best. So when you dominate your day, that means I'm just bringing the best version of me that I can that. every moment, second minute of that day. And then the other piece of that is just, and I'm going to give my perfect effort and nothing less to every space that I'm in. When I show up with you mm -hmm. on this phenomenal, amazing podcast, I want to bring the best version. So I'm going to give my perfect effort as I'm articulating, as I'm listening, as I'm sharing with your audience and with your viewers. I want to give my perfect effort. Effort is something I can control. Yeah. Right? I can control how much effort I give to something. And some people give 60, 70, 80, 90, and even 99. But why give less than your best when your best is achievable? Mm -hmm. And so I want to make sure that I'm always giving my perfect effort. And when I do that, that's when I'm truly dominating my day. Y'all gotta rewind, go back and listen to that a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so dominate your day. Uh since at least the time that I've met you, a couple of things have come out of oh, that. Yeah. Books and, yeah. e and, and I, I'm sure there's a lot more that yeah. you haven't even shared just yet. But talk to us about that journey of like taking not only a brand, a mindset, and kind of putting it out into the world now, really. And a lot of yeah. cool achievements have come out of that, right? 100 percent Uh I'm big on messaging. Yeah. Right but I'm even bigger on the meaning in the message. Mm. And so, yeah, dominate your day was a catchy statement. It's my mindset, but I was like, other people could possibly use this for their mindset. Right. So how can I get that information? How can I get that message out to as many people as possible? Mm -hmm. And I start thinking, okay, um, people read. Mm -hmm. So I dropped a book in 2017. Yep. Then I was like, you know what? That's for adults, but I need students. 2019, I dropped another book. Yeah. Now I'm doing workshop series that are dominate your day workshop series. Um, I'm also doing curriculum now wow. right, for students, uh, dominate your day student edition curriculum. And so there's so many things that we have coming up out that came out of dominate your day, but mm -hmm. everything goes back to the mindset. And one piece that I didn't mention in the beginning is it really just comes down to self-awareness. Mm, I love. Okay. You dig what I'm saying? Yep. Let me get in there for a second, yeah. because uh, as you were talking about, I, I could hear people be like, man, I, I care. I get that mindset. Yeah. Dominate your day. Be yeah. my best. Um, and you're talking about the different crowds and populations yeah. that you're certain. It's like, but that self-awareness is key. Yeah. Right. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, did you have any resistance or folks like, hey, okay, you could do students, but now going into these other arenas, like, ah, I can't really see Dwight going there. Like, like, how do you branch or kind of have that self-awareness to know like where you're supposed to be, if that makes sense? Because I feel like, there might be people that are like, oh, I'll just go to everywhere. Mm. But is is that is that not the right move? Or is it like finding my lane that works best? Does that make sense? It does. Okay. But what you're what you're really getting to is how self-aware are you? That that's it. I'm extremely yeah. self-aware that yeah. I'm equal opportunity. I'm for everybody. <laughs> right? I'm a I'm a marketing uh firm's nightmare mm. because they're like, Dwight, pick an audience, pick a niche. I'm like, I can't. Mm. There's like, well, 
I'm, I said, I'm an, I'm an anomaly. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't fit in the box that you, that you've created. And so, but I'm yeah. self-aware of that. I'm self-aware that. that my message is for everybody because for me, along with it being about the message is also about the messenger. Mm-hmm. I've been created to be a person who is great with people. Yeah. Like that was a gift that was bestowed upon me when I was born to just be a people's person and great with people. So if I'm great with people, not just great with young people or older people or seasoned people or whatever you want to call it, I'm great with all people. Then I'm not going to dumb down my message and water it down to only one specific group. Mm -hmm. But that's me being self-aware. Yeah. And so if anybody's listening, if you have a message, which you do, Mm -hmm. because we all have a message, we all have a life. If you breathing right now, that means you have a story to tell. You just need to start asking yourself quality questions to become more self-aware so that you know where you need to be. Because I'm not saying that everybody needs to reach everybody. Right. You might have a specific group of people. You might need to talk to pharmacists. You might need <laughs> to talk to uh, truck drivers. I don't know who you need to talk to, but ask yourself curious, creative, and quality questions mm-hmm. so you can become more self-aware and then take action on, on the information that you've gathered. So is that kind of like the initial step to kind of getting closer to being self-aware in terms of like asking those questions? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, one thing that we'll get into is my whole deal is effective communication, right? Yep. <laughs> and, yep. and effective communication um, transforms every situation. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things that I try to share with people is that our self-awareness has everything to do with our self-talk. Mm. What questions are we asking ourselves? Mm-hmm. How often are we asking these questions? Yeah. What are we saying to ourselves? What positive statements are we saying? What affirmations are we saying? What negative talk do we have? Yeah. Right? I tell people all the time that, our self-talk is our most important talk. Yeah. It's less about what I'm saying to Renato. It's more about what I'm saying to me every single day because Renato's not with me every day. Right. My <laughs> wife is not even with me 24, 7, 365, right. but I'm with me every day, every moment of that day. So the, the talk that I have with mm-hmm. myself is way more important than anything else. I just encourage Big people thanks. to not just talk to yourself, but be very specific and ask yourself quality questions because I believe that the quality of your life stems from the quality of the questions you ask, not yep. just others, but that you ask yourself. It's so good, man. And I love that you mentioned already about effective communication because yeah. um, as we've kind of worked together yeah. in the past, at top, you know, trying to level and improve my own communication, and as you are doing your work with folks, um, what it, like, what are some key tips to kind of improve that communication? Uh, to your point, right? You have people that are like, oh no, I'm an introvert. Yeah, I am an introvert. Shout out yeah. to the team introvert. But then you got your <laughs> extroverts, right? But then yeah. it's like. Like you said earlier, everyone has a message. So what, what are some tips that you're giving to folks as you're either coaching them or doing your, your workshops? What are some of those tips to improve and get to that effective communication? Yeah. So the first thing I tell people is that everyone communicates, mm-hmm. but not everyone communicates effectively. And with that, most people, when they hear me talk about communication or effective communication, the first thing that they think of is speaking mm-hmm. or articulating or sharing. And I said, that's the least of our worries. Yeah. What we need to focus on and, and, and work on is how we listen, hmm. how we observe. And so if you're an introvert or extrovert, listening is for everybody. Yeah. Right. And once we listen, then we know how to respond. And I'm big on responding well. Yeah. Like, that's what I do. I, I, I was telling my oldest son, I said, man, life is is more controllable than you think. Mm. I said, we can control what we can control. Mm-hmm. And then the things that we can't control we actually can control how we respond to those things. So ultimately, we almost can control all of it. Yeah. Right? If I can control right. yeah. what I put out and what I initiate, and even the things that I can't control, I can control my response to it. Mm-hmm. 
we got more power than we think we do. Mm. And so, so in that, I'm like, if I want to help somebody, if I want to mm. serve somebody, if I want to lead somebody, yeah. I want to make sure that I'm listening. And then when I listen to see what people need, then I know the type of messages that I need to put out. So if you're an introvert and you don't like being on the mic or you don't like <laughs> being in front of a camera, that doesn't mean that you can't write a message, type a mm. message, right? There's so many other things that, that you can do. The point is, let's find out what people need and then meet and even exceed that need. Wow. So good, man. You might have to sit. Yeah. <laughs> told y'all. Told y'all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep it going. Yeah. So I know you got a course with your Dominate. Yeah. Let's talk about that. It's for students. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me about what can people, you know, students expect from that curriculum. Definitely. So it's the Dominate Your Day Student Edition curriculum. So this goes hand in hand with the book that came out in 2019. Yes. And what I wanted to do is make something that would be enticing um, and exciting for students, mm -hmm. right? I wanted to go deeper. I'm always big on meeting people where they are. Yeah. As a professional speaker, I always want to know my audience. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our students, especially after the pandemic, or mm -hmm. if you still call us being right. in the pandemic, <laughs> right. whatever you want to say, right. a lot of students, they were struggling when it comes to social emotional learning. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to meet them right where they were. And where they were for those two years where they weren't really going to yeah. school was in their phone. Yep. And so I'm like, okay, how can I add video or how can I add something that's attractive to them to meet them right where they are to help them level up to where they desire to be? Right. And so we just, we decided to say, okay, we, we have the curriculum and the information in the book form, mm -hmm. but we really want them apply, to apply it. Yeah. Right. And I believe that information plus application equals transformation. Mm -hmm. So I have great information for them, mm -hmm. but if they don't apply it, then it's just information. Mm -hmm. And one of the best ways for them to apply it is by them receiving it in a way that's best for them. Right. And so we start putting all this, the content that I had in the book in video form, mm. bite-sized video form yeah. too, with music behind it that <laughs> they can nod their head to. Yeah, yeah. And they might watch this almost like they're watching a music video gotcha. and might not even hear what I'm saying the first time around, but their head is nodding a little mm -hmm. bit like, okay. They might see something come up on the screen that catches their eye like, oh man, 70, 80, 90. Oh, that's perfect effort. That's what he's talking about. Mm. So I'm just trying to find any and every way to reach them where they are, mm -hmm. capture their attention, keep them long enough to give them the information that can change their situation. And so wow. the curriculum is up right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's out. Um, a lot of schools are reaching out. A lot of districts are reaching yeah. out. And so I'm excited about it because not only do I believe that it's transformational, but it will also be something that will be generational. Mm. Right. I'm working with high schools. I'm working mm -hmm. with colleges. I'm working with uh, middle schools. I'm yeah. also working with elementary students. I got <laughs> fifth and sixth graders I loving love the videos and love loving it. the content. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I'm just trying to meet people where they are to serve them the best way that I can. And I want to, uh, I want to stay in that. just want to, cause you are an educator in my eyes as yeah. well, because you, yeah, yeah. you've been on the ground too. So you kind of yeah. know, uh, from a, from that perspective too, just like, just a quick kind of, you know, pivot here, but when it comes to education, you know, that's kind of my field yeah. too in terms of and seeing how things are changing, not only in college, but down to, you know, the, the young people, right? So I'm, I'm just curious to kind of get a quick, just hot take of ter in terms of like, you know, what is needed as, as you've stepped on the campuses, <laughs> stepped onto these campuses, yeah. you see it day to day, um, you know, obviously some things are not working, yeah. but we continue to push out these things to like, you know, yeah, this, it's the students, right? right. But uh, I'm just curious to kind of this. This helps me understand of like, man, we got work to do. So yeah, yeah hopefully I'm making sense what I'm what I'm you getting are. at. But yeah, okay. Uh, what's needed <laughs> is adults that care. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We just <laughs> we just need to be that's adults crazy. who care. <laughs> I didn't right? expect that. Answer, but um, it's true. 
Here's the thing. My yeah. grandfather told me a long time ago. Shout out to my grandfather. Uh, just turned 82 years old. My mentor, shout out my to coach. Grandpa. Yeah, shout out to Pops. You did what <laughs> I'm saying. And he told me a long time ago when he seen me stepping into a more of a leadership role mm -hmm. in space of leading others, he was like, you've heard it before, grandson, that people don't care about what you know mm. until they know that you care. Yeah. He was like, but I want you to take it a step further because most people don't. Mm. He said, people don't care about what you know until they know that you care, but people won't know that you care until you show that you care. Mm. It's one thing to say somebody knows that I care. Yeah. It's another thing to actually show that I care. Yeah. I can tell my wife every single day, <laughs> I love you, I love you, I love yeah. you. But if I never show it, yeah. my words mean nothing. Right. And so we need to start showing mm -hmm. that we care. And, you know, I hear a lot of uh, principals. I hear a lot of mm -hmm. uh, superintendents. They come to me and they're talking about student achievement, student achievement, student <laughs> yeah. achievement. And I'm like, I'm down with student achievement. Right. But you will never get student achievement without student engagement. Mm. And you will never get student Ooh. engagement without caring for the actual this is students. Free, you did what I'm saying? And yeah. so my tagline is student engagement leads to student achievement. If you want them to achieve, you have to get them to engage, which is why I yeah. created the curriculum I created in the way that I did, <laughs> right. which is why I show up in the way that I do. I, I Like this. I yes. got sweats on. Y'all can't see. This is I got my Nikes on. <laughs> right. This is how I show up to schools. Yeah. And people are like, man, why don't you dress? I said, because mm. I know my audience. Yeah. And I need to connect with them. I need them to say, oh, man, that's dope. You got the the red in the middle right, right. there with the red yeah. uh, with the with the red shoes on. And I need them to be excited about that. Yeah. Why? So I can draw them in to then give them the information that they need mm -hmm. to elevate their lives. And so, again, you don't get student achievement without student engagement. Yeah. And you don't get student engagement without truly caring. Yeah. Period. Now, and, you know, this is good because I, I promised myself because I'm looking back. Um, because this kind of this I mean, not kind. this led to a TED talk. Yeah. Right. Big time. Like, you know, the, the fist bumps. Big time. Right. Talk to me about that, because this is uh, an ex exclusive first time TED talker <laughs> here on the leader podcast. But yeah. uh, talk to me about that experience, because that's a huge thing. man. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was it was. Uh, I had no words for it at the moment because yeah. I've been I had been wanting to do a TED talk probably since 2010. Wow. One of my boys uh, went to high school with Julian Gordon. If you don't know who he is. Shout out to Julian, Julian Gordon. That's the bro. Uh, played basketball together freshman year, sophomore Oh, y'all went to school together? Yeah, we went to school together. Graduated the same year. That's my guy. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? So we've been in it for 20 yeah. plus years. Um, he did a TED Talk, I think, back in 2010. I had no clue what it was. Right. But then I seen it. <laughs> yeah. And I hit him and I was like, man, that's dope. Um, mm. What made you go on that platform? He was mm -hmm. like, it, it's the Super Bowl for speakers. Mm. He was like, it's the biggest platform. And I'm like, wow. oh, well then... I need to be on there. Uh, so from 2010 all the way to yeah. 2018, when I eventually did my first TED Talk, I had been desiring to mm -hmm. get on that stage. I was supposed to be on there in 2014. That's right. Things fell through. 2016, things fell through. And so when I got my opportunity, people were like, are you nervous? I'm like, I've been preparing for this talk for eight years. For eight years. Yeah. Literally. Right. And I'm a practitioner of what I'm about to speak about. Right. So I don't need to practice, which I did still practice. But of course. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. And this is what I talked about, yeah. right? Helping students succeed with ease. I just dropped the four E's on them mm -hmm. in my TED Talk. And people who know me from Sac State um, <laughs> right. all the way to Humboldt, all the way to wherever, <laughs> they know I talk about the four E's. And yep. the four E's are engage, empathize, encourage, and empower. Mm -hmm. That's it. I just talked about student engagement. Mm -hmm. We engage by actually engaging. Mm -hmm. You said it, fist bump. I used to be called the fist bump king. Yeah. Like that's how I would introduce <laughs> myself with two people yep. because I wanted them to feel me. Yep. Before they heard me, mm -hmm. right? They already seen me, but right. I want them to feel, man, it's that connection. Let me fist For bump sure. this person. And then now that that wall is down a little bit, let mm -hmm. me gain some, some interaction with them. Right. And so, um, yeah, man, talked about engagement, talk about empathy, which is 
one of my favorite things to talk about, um, talked about encouragement. How do we encourage and what mm-hmm. does that look like? Is it specific, right? Is it, is it, um, are we doing it all the time? Is it just in front of people because we want other people to mm-hmm. know that we're encouraging, but behind closed doors, we're not encouraging. Right. How are we empowering people? How are we setting people up for greatness? And right. so, uh, yeah, man, having that mindset and just being the person that I am led me to that Ted talk and, if I could say so myself, I think it's one of the dopest TED Talks. It doesn't have a lot of views yet, mm-hmm. but every time somebody watches it, especially an educator, especially a, a parent, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you just gave yeah. all the game. Yeah. And so uh, I would encourage everybody to go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Why Youth Don't Listen to yep. You. <laughs> yep. So tap into that. Definitely. And I just got to say, because it could be easy for someone, oh, yeah, it's really good for him to say all that stuff. But trust me. When I went to the school that he was at, he was doing it. Yeah. I remember we went, I was went, we went, I went to a meeting. I was supposed to meet with Dwight. And he's like, hold on, I gotta handle the situation. He right there, right in front of me, I saw it in action. So yeah. this man is not only talking about it, but he's showing up just like you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad that you mentioned empathy mm. because that's something Come on. that's something um that you know that resonates with me. That's something that's high yeah. on my kind of uh how I'm wired. But talk to me about empathy. That's something knew that I've noticed that wasn't mm. there before yeah. in terms of the branding also, yeah. but just, just talk about that. Yeah. Where, where did that come into play with, in terms of the branding and kind of the message that you're trying right. to articulate to your, to your folks? Great observation. Not only are you a phenomenal question asker, but you're a great observer. So this wasn't something that I was putting at the forefront of my brand, even though this is the person that I've been probably since I was four years old. Mm. Um, I'll take it back to even two years old. I just had a chance to speak at Sac State um, for their SAS day. Yes, fingers up. Um, So I just had a chance to be the keynote speaker for their SAS day recently. And I brought my mom on stage. I heard about that. And I told a brief story about when I was two years old Mm. and my mom was 19 and she was in the hallway and she was crying. Mm. And at two, I don't know why she's crying, but that's my mother. And so I just walked up to her and said some brief words. I said, don't cry, mommy. It's going to be okay. Mm. And I just sat with her mm. until she stopped crying. I didn't go play. I didn't even, pro- I didn't ask her any more questions. She said, I just sat with her. And so I've been empathetic my whole life. Mm-hmm. I'm 40 years old. That's 38 <laughs> years of being a practitioner of this thing. One of the reasons why I didn't put it at the forefront of my branding is because I wasn't even thinking about it in that way. Cause it was just something that was natural right, to me. Right. Um, but then when I started seeing that people <laughs> desired healthy relationships yeah. and they were getting stuck on how to get that healthy relationship. I was like, Oh, empathy. Right. I'm like, y'all don't know that. Like I'm right. thinking it's common sense, <laughs> but even if it's common sense, I learned that common sense is not yeah. common practice. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when common sense becomes common practice, mm. it turns into mastery. Ooh. And so I've been able to master this thing called empathy. And now I even have a course on yep. it called hacking your relationships like a pro. Make sure you go get it. Um, <laughs> Hopefully you can throw it in the uh, yes. in the I notes or something like that. But um, yeah, hacking your relationships like a pro is just about building bridges instead of barriers mm-hmm. in all of your relationships. And that's what empathy does. Empathy is literally the bridge. Maybe me and Renato don't come from the same place. Maybe we don't um, have the same static economic status economically. But if I start asking enough curious, creative and quality questions mm-hmm. to Renato, I might find out some things that make me feel like, you know what? Let me place myself in Renato's shoes. Yeah. Let me imagine how he's thinking, how he's feeling. Mm-hmm. Let me recognize the emotions that he has as he's I already feel the connection. Me, right? <laughs> Let me accept his yeah. truth even if I don't agree with it. Mm. Ooh. Mm. That's a life re- lesson. Re- rewind. <laughs> Let me accept his truth even if I don't that's, agree that's with tough. it. That's tough. 
most people feel like in order to accept someone's truth, mm. you have to agree. I'm saying, no, nah, it's not about agreement. Mm. It's about acknowledgement. Yeah. I want to acknowledge you as being a phenomenal, amazing person mm -hmm. who has a truth. Got it. We don't have to agree and we can still move forward in solidarity. Man, gosh. This is the stuff that we need. Come on. Okay. Come on. Anyway, y'all figure it out soon. And, and soon so, so before we transition, right, <laughs> yeah, I just right. want to share with anybody <laughs> so out good. there is um, I'm going to give you all the game real quick, right? Please do. I'm going to give you three <laughs> three steps to empathy, and they're very simple. Uh, the first one is recognize their emotional feelings. Observe or ask questions. That's all you got to do. The right. next one is imagine yourself in their shoes. Now, I want to break that down because we hear that. Oh, put yourself in somebody else's shoes. But they don't really give you the full way of doing it. So right. when we imagine ourselves in someone's shoes, we have to imagine ourselves in someone's shoes as that person, not as us. Huh, okay. So sometimes I'm yeah. uh, back in the day, I might have said, man, let me imagine myself as Renato. And, and that's just taking all the experiences that you shared with me and going, mm -hmm. hmm, how would I respond to that? If How would I do that? I'm putting myself, Got it. but now I'm saying, no, I need to learn enough about Renato so I can look at the things through Renato's lens. That's it. That only comes from asking quality questions and doing the thing that I talked about in the beginning, which is listening. That's good. Right. And then the third piece is accepting their truth. And we already talked about that. Mm -hmm. Just start accepting people's truth for what it is. And from that information that you get, then you can respond well. And actually you can serve well. When we talk about lead up, when we talk about leadership, my definition is just leaving people, places, and things better than we found them, mm -hmm. period. The only way that I can leave you better than I found you is by identifying where you are, mm -hmm. by asking you questions to find out where you are, what you need, how you need it, when you need it, where you need it, mm -hmm. and then going above and beyond to meet those needs. Mm -hmm. And so empathy not only is the bridge, but empathy is also the catalyst to being a great servant leader. Get the books, get the <sighs> courses. Stream one way, everything. <laughs> My man took it some to the people, music. Some people don't know what that, for the true fans, yeah. they know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. How do you, right, with all the things that you are doing, have been doing, want to do, because I know, mm. like, this guy is already, like, in the future, right? I know his wife probably is like, really right, back. Right, right, right. But um, how do you continue to grow and develop, right? How do you stay sharp, stay on your toes, um, and stay innovative, right? I think that's one thing that I've noticed too, where people don't innovate. Yeah. How do you stay relevant, current to, to what you're doing, the message that you're trying to articulate to your folks? Yeah. Great question. Um, a few things. So I stay moving forward because I never want to be stagnant. Mm. Like there's nothing that is going to help anybody by me just staying the same. Right. If I'm staying the same and the world is moving forward or people are moving forward, then I'm actually going backwards. Mm. Right. Even if I didn't go backwards. And so I'm always pushing myself to learn more. So I'm always tapping in the podcast. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to when I have time is uh, shoot. Um, lead up. That's what it's called. Lead <laughs> up. Yeah. Lead up where we are dope and diverse as well. I love as, it. I love it. Leaders who lead you up. But, um, for a second. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm listening to the podcast. Yeah. I'm reading books. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also talking to the people mm. who keep me most accountable. Yeah. Right. And that's my grandparents. Mm. That's my wife. That's my kids. Yeah. But shoot. Listen, <laughs> if there's any parents out there, you know, your kids, especially if you allow them to, they will keep you accountable <laughs> and hold you accountable to what you said, when you said it, how you said it. Right. And so mm. accountability also keeps me growing and also keeps me mm. self-aware of who I am. The innovation just comes from I just always want to I'm going to keep it solid. I mm. always want to be first and new. Mm -hmm. Right. Um. And then my boy, Courtney Sargent Sr., shout out to my brother. Also, my business partner, shout out to Vicky Cakes. Um, <laughs> yes. He's always like, man, it's good to be first and new, but it's also good to be first and best. 
Mm. Right? He was like, what if you can do both? Wow. He was like, and you get to define what best means. That doesn't mm. mean best means, oh, I got to be better than Renato. It just That's means good. I got to better my best. I, I got to be better than I was the day before. And sometimes, most times, all the time for me, I got to be better than I was five minutes before. Mm-hmm. I don't know how y'all are hearing me or how you're feeling about what I'm saying right now, but I've already in my mind said I got to right. be better right now than I was 30 seconds ago. So I'm always trying to be first and be best and not in competition with anybody. I'm trying to be first, which means if you put me today, Mm-hmm. against me tomorrow, mm-hmm. I want to be the first me to get to <laughs> yeah. where I'm trying to go. Yeah. And if you put me today against me tomorrow, I want to be a better me tomorrow than I was yeah. today. And so um, I'm always trying to stay on the cutting edge, but then I'm big at researching, mm. right? Back in school, people used to you know, say, oh, Dwight's not a great student because he doesn't want to learn. He doesn't want to read. No, I, I do love reading. And this is something for the teachers, some for the educators. Yeah. I do love reading, but I love reading what piques my interest. Right. And so that's self-awareness. I have to find out what piques my interest and mm-hmm. what piques my interest is innovation. And so mm-hmm. I watch different industries to see what they're doing and going, hmm, I don't see this in the education space, yeah. but I'm watching the music industry yeah. or I'm watching the the food industry mm-hmm. or I'm watching Elon Musk do certain things. And I'm like, all right, boom, Tesla doing his thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. How can I be innovative in this space and yeah. do something that I haven't seen be done? Because here's the thing, and it's just me. Mm-hmm. Most people don't talk about, share stories about people who are average Hmm. and or who do average things. If you do the same thing as everybody else, why would they need to talk about you? Yeah. So my mind is always going, if everybody is doing this thing over here, I'm doing the polar opposite. Gotcha. And I'm going to carve my own lane because- one of two things is going to happen. I'm going to succeed and be, oh my goodness, that was the greatest thing since sliced bread or- I may not succeed in their eyes, but man, my man had a lot of courage to go and do that. Either mm-hmm. way, you're going to be talking about yeah. that piece. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, those are some things that push me to stay innovative. Speaking of push yeah. and pushing yourself, because um, it hasn't been an easy ride, has it? <laughs> you know, to, you know, just be a motivational speaker, do these, right? It's like, I think uh, a lot of times people, especially now, I'm guilty of it, you know, want to get there tomorrow. Yeah. Want to get that. I don't know, views or likes, yeah. whatever it is, uh, books, right? All yeah. great things that, but those things takes, takes time, 100%. right? And I'm just curious, kind of, if you're, if you're willing to share maybe kind of the challenge, but also kind of what kept you focused, mm. right? And disciplined to stay the course, because I, it's funny, even before the podcast, you're saying, do you know how many people, uh, right. how many episodes? Right. I was like, no, he's like seven episodes is like yeah. the average of what yeah, people man. start. I'm like, Really? And yeah. I'm, this is actually episode 49, so. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. And if your multiplication is right, that's seven times Set, seven. Let's yes, go. Yes, it is. But again, staying the course. Yeah. You know, a lot of people have great ideas. Mm. People have the talent, but sometimes they don't stay the course. Yeah. What helps you stay the course? Or what, what has helped you stay the course thus far? Yeah, a few things. Number one, I believe in me. Like, I believe in myself. Um, but that came from my family believing in me first. They mm. believed in me when I didn't believe in me. Yeah. And so I was crazy enough to believe their belief. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, y'all right. Mm-hmm. I can do this. I can be this. I can have this so I can yeah. give this. And so I started to believe. So that was number one. Number two, uh, what keeps me on the course is the accountability that I have around me. And I already mentioned a yeah. few different people. And so I have a support. Literally, I have a support system that stays on me. They yeah. keep me locked in on the mission that I've set in front of me. 
But the only way they can do that is if I communicate effectively. Got and it. what I mean by that is I define what my mission is. Mm -hmm. Like I make time to define it. Mm -hmm. So then I can know it for myself, but then articulate it to you. Mm -hmm. Renato, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. I've already thought about it. Here's the plan. Here's what I'm trying to execute it by. Here's what I desire for the results to be. Mm -hmm. Can you keep me accountable of that? Mm -hmm. And if you say yes, then I'm going to say, here's how I need you to. Not just yes, because I need to be specific with right. it. Here's how I need you to keep me accountable. Love Is it. that something you can agree with? You say, yes, cool. Now I've got you, mm -hmm. and now I've got 30 other people who are holding me accountable yeah. of this very thing. It's very hard to get off course when other people are counting on you, and it's very hard to get off mm. course when you have put people in place on yeah. purpose intentionally to make sure that you don't deviate. And so those are the two big things is belief yeah. and accountability. And so uh, if anybody's struggling with starting something and or following through, yeah, believe in you. Mm-hmm. Get some accountability hmm. and make sure that you know your why behind it. That's the third thing. Why are you even doing this thing? <laughs> right. right? Like, why are you doing it? What, what about it makes you even want to attempt to do it? Mm -hmm. And in the book, right, Dominate Your Day, I'm always talking about, especially when it's knowing your why, it's when you start getting frustrated, when you start getting tired, mm -hmm. take some time to stop your noise and go back and say, what was the reason why I started this thing in the first place? Mm. Right? If you were to ever tell me, by episode 86, that ah, I just don't know if I can just keep doing this lead up podcast. Yeah. You know, I got way too many views now. Too many people know me in, in Sacramento. Right. Too many people are booking me to come do this show uh -huh. live. For I just don't know. And I'm like, Renata, why did you start? Mm -hmm. What was the feeling that you had? What was the thought that you had? What was yeah. the idea that you had back then before it was an episode one? For sure. What is that? Why? Oof. You dig what I'm saying? And so yeah, uh, those are the things that I can share with somebody to help them move forward in in their uh you know progression of life y'all need to save this podcast episode and listen share it everything man i'm <laughs> telling you this is uh this is really good man i appreciate you being on oh here. good as we start to land the plane before we get to the lightning round yeah um what is next for mr dwight taylor and dominate your day what what are those future projects or things that you're already working yeah. on or things that you can share if, if you're if you're able to yeah. uh yeah what's next for you man a few things so working on a couple books right now um, he said a couple, not yeah, just one. Yeah, a couple, a couple books, books on effective communication. Love it. I'm, my goal is to really just continue to own that space. Yeah. Um, I do my due diligence and my research, mm -hmm. and I don't see uh, too many people. That's me being very kind with it. I don't see too many people mm. who look like me, come from where I come from, yeah. and sharing about the the power of being able to communicate effectively and what that does when it comes to having healthy relationships. Gotcha. I always say better communicators equal better relationships and better relationships equal better everything. Mm. I was able to see healthiness in my family. Mm -hmm. I was also able to see times where it was broken. I like the healthy more than the broken. Mm. There's a lot of people who are struggling, adults, young people, because of hurt, yep. because of uh, frustration, because of broken relationships. And my goal is to help people have healthy relationships mm -hmm. if that's personally or professionally and doing that with the foundation of effective communication. And so, uh, yeah, more books, more videos, um, podcasts coming. Oof. You dig what I'm saying? Podcast coming. Go. Um, I might even need to team up with uh, <laughs> darling new media, my man, oh, Nate, yeah. yes, to do sir. some podcast workshops after I drop, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a lot going on. We got a lot going on with that. But then also, I have my nonprofit organization. That's right. And that thing is man. being taken off. Um, Our Investment Now. Go to ourinvestmentnow.org and check us out. My wife and I, 
revitalize our nonprofit. I had a nonprofit back in 2005. Yes. And then, um, you know, time had passed and I got busy doing some other things, but kept doing the work. We mm-hmm. just weren't doing it under the umbrella of the nonprofit. If anybody knows, I do Real Manhood 101 yes. every year. And That's so right. um, we decided that, hey, we're going to bring the nonprofit back, revitalize it, call it something different. Mm-hmm. And really, the name is what we do. Mm-hmm. Our investment now, not tomorrow, not next week. We want to invest right now because... Yeah. I don't know if tomorrow is going to be promised to me. So right. why not invest right now? And yeah. so uh, that's what's next is to keep on exposing people to that, continue mm-hmm. to bring in young people that we can serve at a high level. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just stay stay rocking with me and, and you'll start to see some stuff unfold and roll out. We got some crazy stuff happening with Interapp. Yes. I'm an advisor uh, with Interapp. It's a Sacramento-based company, uh, mm-hmm. app company, black-owned. And so we got some stuff that we're rolling out with that. And then the last thing that we got, we got some big plans with uh, Vicky Cakes, mm. Pancake Mix. It's, it's going <laughs> up. Shout out to Courtney and Christian Sargent. How can people get in touch with you, learn more about or stay connected with what you're doing, man? Yeah. Uh, I would say go to Instagram. Okay. Go to Instagram, at Dwight Taylor, senior. That's at Dwight Taylor, SR. I got to say that because people be... Typing in Dwight Taylor, S E N I O R. The whole at, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Dwight Taylor, S R um, on there, on yeah. Twitter. Or you can go to my website, DwightTaylorSenior.com. Or you can just email me, DwightTaylorSenior at gmail.com. I'm extremely accessible. Yeah. You know, so uh, tap in with me. But before you tap in with me, tap in with yourself, mm. right? Tap in with you. I would much rather you know more about you than you know about me, than you know about Renato, than you know about Nate Darling, than you know about anybody, than you know about LeBron, than you know about Bronny turning 18. I want you to know more about you. You are the the greatest subject that you will ever study. Mm. And one of the things that I truly believe is that the person who knows themselves the quickest wins the fastest. Mm. So if we made time to just know ourselves, I love that. We can grow ourselves and then grow other people. 100% agree, man. Yeah. You ready for the lightning round? Stay ready. Okay. Yeah, of course he does. All right, here we go. I got a couple questions for you. These were not shared beforehand. Yeah. So first thing, top of the dome. First one, very easy. Favorite food? Round table pizza. Ooh. Anything, uh, what kind of pizza? Uh, Pepperoni pizza. It used to be pepperoni with the ranch instead of the red sauce because I used to work at Round Table. Oh, okay. Um, and so I used shout to make pizza. Table. Yeah, shout out to Round Table. I need, I need, that, uh, right. I need that, that plug. But uh, yeah, so Round Table pizza. Stranded on an island, the one item you bring is? Stranded on the on an island, the one item I bring is on oh, my phone. Yeah, so I can call my wife. <laughs> Come get me. <laughs> Come get me. Morning person or night owl? Morning person. I used to be a night owl, but uh, now I get I up at that. now I get up at three thirty every morning. Sheesh. Yeah, it's not for it's not yeah, for the heart. <laughs> Artist or song that is currently on repeat. Artist or song or podcast. <laughs> mm, lead up. Uh artist right. or song that is currently on repeat. I would say right now there's a young fella from Vallejo, California named La Russell. And so uh make sure you tap in with him. And I don't uh go get that bag. Mm. Um so yeah, but it's called uh I think it's called groceries or <laughs> but the the plug is go get that bag by La Russell. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh which actor would play you in a biopic? Um Denzel. I had a feeling. Yeah, Denzel. I don't know how they're going to make it happen. (laughs) We don't look the same. Hey, but they, they, CGI, what's that called? Yeah. Whatever that is, right? They can make it happen. Yeah. They uh, brought Luke Skywalker back. Yeah, Denzel is the one. Yeah, Denzel is the one. Uh, A pet peeve of yours? A pet peeve of mine. Um, Ooh. Here's why I'm struggling. I try not to let things bother me. Mm. 
Like I try extremely hard. So I'm, wow. I'm a man who has words all the time. <laughs> a pet peeve of mine. Um, flies in the house. I can yeah. say that. Yeah. I hate flies yeah. in my house. I guess so. You. If somebody leave that door open, it's a problem. <laughs> worst nickname given to you? Uh, worst nickname? Pumpkin. Yeah. Shout it's out fall to, season. Shout out to Lonnie and shout out to Paula. Those are my aunties. They used to call me Pumpkin back in the day, and it was not cool in front of my partners. Wow. Dang. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you were going to do a versus against somebody, who would it be against? At, and it could be dead or alive. If I was going to do a versus. Oh, Pac. Ooh. Yeah. Pac? 1,000. Wow. Yeah. I love it. That's my favorite. So I got to. Yeah. Gotta, yeah. And, and, okay. and for me, he the best. So Ooh. I got to go up against the best. I'm not right. trying nothing less. <laughs> okay. Something that most people wouldn't know about you. Um, hmm. Something that most people wouldn't know about me. It depends on how we define most people, but most people don't know that I love to laugh. Mm. Like most people interact <laughs> with me in a yeah. serious manner. If I'm coaching them, if I'm speaking gotcha. or whatever the case, but if you know me, know me, mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm silly. I'm I'm super silly. I love to laugh. I love Martin. That's my favorite show. And so uh, I'm I'm sometimes walking around the house being mm -hmm. Roscoe, Jerome. It don't matter. You know what I mean? And so, uh, yeah, I love to laugh. Love that. Yeah. Uh, best advice someone has given you? Best advice, my grandfather. Leave people, places, and things better than you found them. Period. Biggest lesson you learned so far in 2022? Biggest lesson I've learned so far in 2022 Hmm. Biggest lesson I've learned so far in 2022. Let me pause real quick because I like teaching, right? So what I'm doing is thinking because mm -hmm. I don't know the answer to it. Mm -hmm. For any students and even adults, when people ask you questions, mm -hmm. especially in school, feel free to take your time. Yeah. Don't feel rushed. I know it's lightning round, but don't feel rushed because a lot of our students will be labeled a certain way because they're taking their time. But that's okay. Right. And so I wanted people to know that. But I'm, I am trying to think of biggest lesson, bet on me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Talk to me. Just a, yeah. I know it's a lightning round, but yeah. I'm curious about that one. Bet on me. Um, I give a lot to other people, Yeah, which I will continue to do. Mm -hmm. um, but my wife, she brought it to my attention, and she was like, if you gave to yourself mm -hmm. what you give to others, life will look different mm. for you. Mm -hmm. because I know you're a giver. Yeah. But sometimes you neglect to give to you. And mm -hmm. so start giving to you and just trust Yeah, what you say you trust, which is in right. you. And so, uh, yeah, I, I've been betting on me, and um, y'all going to see a lot more of that. Okay. Yeah, big white. <laughs> so, last one. Yeah. Fill the statement, every leader needs what? Accountability. Yeah. Every leader needs it. Let me, but let me back up. Every leader, um, if you don't want to be healthy, a healthy leader, you don't need accountability. But if you desire to be a healthy leader, yeah. and you get to define what healthy means to you. I say define everything, but um, if you desire to be a healthy leader, you need accountability. You need people who are going to tell you about yourself, even when you don't want to be told about yourself, to help you be the best version of you, to lead people in a way that is going to be trans transformational instead of just transactional. Yeah. Every leader needs accountability. Big facts. But if you're not trying to be healthy, it's not for you. Facts. You heard it here. Dwight Taylor Sr. on the Lead Up Podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you for we'll having me. We'll catch y'all on the next episode of the Lead Up Podcast. Peace. Yeah.